We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now back to Hurricane Hotline on the home of the U. AM 560 and FM 96.5 HD2 WQAM. Driven by Williamson Cadillac. For value, style, and performance, visit Miami's premier luxury dealership. Click WilliamsonCadillac.com now. Here's Don Bailey Jr. and the voice of the Hurricanes, Joe Zagacki. Happy to welcome you back to the Hurricane Hotline. We continue with our night of coaches, and now we have University of Miami head basketball coach Jim Laranega. Coach L, always great to talk with you. Uh, some crazy times that we're living in, but... Uh, Maybe the more normal thing, you're back to basketball practice, which, which we'll get to here in a second. But first, how are you doing? How's everything going? I'm doing good, Joe, and, and uh, I'm enjoying that uh, we're able to get into our practice facility and practice with our players and get them in shape for this upcoming season. Uh, we're excited. We've got a, a veteran team. Uh, we've got some bumps and bruises right now, and uh, I'll talk to you a little bit more about one of the more serious accidents, but, uh, uh, you know, my staff is doing good. We're wearing our mask, uh, every day in practice and the players are coming into the practice facility with their masks. Anytime we're gathered, we wear the mask, but, uh, COVID-19 has impacted every aspect of life. Uh, it sure has. Uh, I know you are a great teacher, so I'm sure that you've used, everything that's happened since last March to right now, which is election day as teaching moments with your, with your team. Yeah. We've talked so much about uh, so many different things with the players. You know, one of the things is these zoom meetings have been very popular. Uh, we were doing a zoom meeting once a week during the summer, but now that the players are basically doing their classes, uh, they're basically virtual classes and zoom type meetings so we've cut back on that and we've been able to meet in the uh facility uh, before practice but we're social distancing so the players have their own chair they never sit in somebody else's chair and those chairs are separated by 10 or more feet so the team is spread out i, I think I'm going to end up with laryngitis trying to speak to the whole group. To, I got to bark out directions, Joe. You can't you can't just uh, do it like it's a timeout. Um, COVID presents some interesting challenges for sports. One of those is uh, contact tracing. Uh, basketball is a close-up sport. Do you anticipate uh, as you get closer to the season or when the season starts, does it force you – 
to change perhaps how you're going to practice because of close contact? What's very interesting, Joe, we've started this now, I think, for the last month. Uh, we videotape all our practices. The guys, when they're sitting, all wear their masks. And we have an analytics person break down. You know Jeff Dyer. He's our video coordinator. He's broken down every time uh, we practice as to how long somebody is near somebody else so that it, it, we can review contact tracing. And the number of minutes, at, I, 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 don't quote me on this, but I think it's 15 minutes. So like if Chris Likes is going against Harlan Beverly for 15 seconds and then they don't go against each other for a while, and then they come back and they're, they're in close contact for a minute. So that becomes a minute and 15 seconds. And then uh, a few minutes later, another minute. So now it's two minutes and 15 seconds. And then after that, it might be 10 seconds. So now we're at two minutes, 25 seconds. As long as you stay below the 15 minutes, you're okay. And the funny thing is we did not have anybody register like over 10 minutes because we, we're not really near each other all the time. Even when you're on defense, you know, six feet away, normally the only guy that's six, closer than six feet is the guy who's guarding the ball. And those guys only guard the ball for like, you know, 10 or 15 seconds at a time. How nice is it for you this year to have what looks like, for the most part, a complete roster? I know you did have an injury with Sam, but for the most part, uh, you have a, a, a full roster, at least a more complete roster than the previous two years. Well, uh, it, that was true to begin with, but right now it's it's not looking as favorably. Uh, and I know people know who Sam Wardenberg is, but do they know that Sam was our leading uh, returner? Um and leading returning rebounder, leading returning uh, minutes played in our front court and our best front court defender. So he, he really creates uh, a huge opening at the power forward position or stretch four position. And the guys who are competing for that spot are either freshmen or sophomore with little, little experience. So that's a real problem for us. We, we were going to be able to start a fifth-year senior, either Rodney Miller or Nasir Brooks, a fifth-year senior in Sam Wardenberg, and our best defender and rebounder. So now losing Sam, now we're going to have to play a young guy there that doesn't have much experience. So that hurts our front court. The good news is we our backcourt is still healthy, and, and we've got a good group of guys there. Uh, you mentioned Nazir Brooks, and he said out last year. I know he did a lot of good things for you while he was sitting out and was a, a very good role model, team leader. What, what do you think he's going to bring to your team this year now that he can play? Well, Nazir Brooks is one of those high-energy, highly uh, uh, emotional, uh, physically strong uh, person. He's 6'11", 250 pounds. He can uh, defend. He can rebound. He's not a high-octane scorer. We're really working with him, developing his offensive skills so he can produce more points. Um, but he gives us a, a defensive presence. I would compare him uh, a little bit to um, Ibuka Izundu, mm -hmm. 
and Tanya Jukiri. Uh, Tanya was an outstanding defender uh, and rebounder. I think Nasir can do some of that, uh, but he's also similar to uh, Ibuka in a sense that he's so aggressive he gets in foul trouble a good bit. So when he was at Cincinnati, they played a lot of zone, and so he stayed out of foul trouble that way. Oh, with us, he'll play a lot of man-to-man, and I'll be very, very concerned about how well he does in our man-to-man defensive schemes. You brought in a couple of high-profile freshmen, Earl Timberlake and Matt Cross. What kind of impact do you think they can have? Well, both of them are going to get to play an awful lot, and hopefully they'll both have a very positive impact. Uh, Matt Cross is one of our best three-point shooters. You know, he he, he has a chance uh, to make uh, two or three threes a game, uh, similar to a DJ Vasilovich, but uh, DJ was 6'2", Matt Cross is 6'7", 225 pounds, so he's likely... Uh, to take a lot of the minutes that Sam Wardenberg leaves behind. Um, He's uh, learning the defensive schemes, but those are going to be the most challenging for him. I I think he'll be a very nice addition offensively, but I think it's going to take him a while to to develop the the defensive concepts and improve uh, his defense to the point where he's, he's not a liability. And then Earl Timberlake is so aggressive and, and uh, he, he's going to be on the attack from start to finish. He'll score some points. He'll get fouled. He'll get some rebounds because he just involves himself in, in the whole game. Oh, he, he's going to be a very, very good freshman for us. But because he plays so hard, uh, he's, he's come up with a couple of injuries that's forced him to miss some practices which means he's a little bit behind. Uh, so hopefully these we have 14 more practices uh, before our first game, November 25th. So hopefully he can stay healthy and have two good weeks of practice. We should tell our audience that, one, you love practice, uh, and two, you love a practice that's really on point when it's sharp. What's been the most impressive thing for you so far watching your team in practice? Well, uh, when everybody was healthy, including Sam, uh, there was a lot of competition. Uh, And, you know, Chris likes going against Harlan Beverly every day. Both of them, Chris so fast and Harlan long and athletic. And then Isaiah Wong uh, and Cam Auguste going against Earl Earl Timberlake, at least one of them. And then we've got a transfer in um, uh, Elijah Elijah Oliani, and and he'd either go against Isaiah or or uh, Cam. So the competition at the one, two, and three position was outstanding. And then you have Matt Cross and Anthony Walker going against Sam Wardenberg, and Rodney Miller going against uh, uh, Nasir Brooks. So at every position, there was a lot of competition. And then you add, I forgot, Dan Gak, who has been on and off the court because of his knee injuries. But when he's competing, he's had a couple of very nice scrimmages. 
where he's done a good job of rebounding and blocking shots and scoring in around the basket. What do you think? What do you think the season is going to look at look like in terms of? Well, we know you play Purdue, I guess, in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Other than that, we don't know a whole lot. Twenty conference games, we think, but what, what do you think the season is going to look like? Going to be much more different than anything we've had in the past. Well, um, our fans should know we're not going to have any fans at our our five home games. We have five home games in November and December, and no no fans will be allowed in there. Hopefully, in January things will change. But Joe, if you notice, the COVID cases are spiking now. So that likely means a postponement, and we may go the whole season without ever having any fans in the arena. But what I'm most happy about is that our football team has been able to host some home games and play in front of 13,000 people and play on national television, and they're ranked now 11th in the country, I believe, in one of the polls, and I think that's that's a real positive for basketball. If football can make it through their season, there's no reason basketball can't. Uh, you and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago on the phone when the Heat were in the playoffs. And uh, so my question to you is, the NBA players, the emotion, the passion they showed in that bubble, and they played in front of no fans. So I thought they demonstrated a great will and great love for the game. Is that something you can use as an example to your players if we don't have the normal pageantry that we usually have in college basketball? Uh, Joe, I, I would say absolutely. Now, first of all, when you have an older veteran team and a couple of uh, impact freshmen and, and guys are competing really hard, there is a carryover into the game. Guys are going to work hard. The, the question is, can we stay healthy enough? And, you know, injuries occur all the time. Uh, and that changes, uh, you know, how good you are. You lose a key player if, if guys get in foul trouble. Uh, you know, my coaching staff and I are reviewing, are we going to try to play bigger or are we going to try to play small ball? And if you look at the NBA, the teams that had real success, like the Miami Heat, they played small ball a lot. And that may be the direction we have to go in without a Sam Wardenberg. Go a little smaller uh, and – and uh the, the passion, though, I think will be there from start of season to the end. The question is, can you stay healthy? Because if one guy comes down with COVID, you know, the contact tracing kicks in. Before we let you go, I should also mention that while college basketball is not in a bubble uh, per se, uh, you're probably about as close when the season gets going in some circumstances, about as close as you can get, especially when you travel because – uh, the players don't leave the hotel. You have lots of meetings at home games, uh, almost the same thing. So I think you do a really good job of keeping your players as bubbled as you can. And if anybody is, if any team is prepared for that kind of circumstance, I always think it's it's your team because the way that you focus just on basketball. Well, thanks, Joe. That's a very nice compliment. And I, I would like to compliment uh, our, our president, Dr. Julio Frank, and our athletic director, Blake James, because one of the things that has occurred that I think helps us is administrators made the decision very early on 
to move the school year up a little bit, you know, our students will be going home at Thanksgiving time. November 20th, we're done with classes, even any in-person classes. And that means from November 20th until um, the end of January, like January 24th or so, there are no students here. So our guys will be actually in a bubble on campus. We'll be traveling to our, our games just safely. The only challenge will be the, the hotel we stay in. Hopefully we can social distance there and the meals social distance there. Uh, and if we can do that, hopefully we'll be able to play all 25 games, five non-conference and 20 conference games. And the last thing before we let you go, uh, earlier in the offseason, there there was a push from ACC coaches to have everybody in the NCAA tournament. I don't I don't know if it got too much uh, got enough legs, but I do think there's an awareness out there that we that hopefully we'll be able to get to an NCAA tournament this year and play one. Yeah, I don't think there was any traction with that suggestion of having all 350 schools in there, but. Um, the, the real hopes are, you know, that we're not going to get canceled like we did at the ACC tournament last year. Everything, you know, about COVID is is so uncertain. You know, quarantine rules. Uh, uh, what happens if a kid gets, you know, uh, COVID and contact tracing? What happens if a game gets canceled? You know, if there's a, a greater outbreak, uh, who knows what's going to happen? We, we got a, a huge election, and that, that, that could determine an entirely different approach by our federal government and then our state governments. And the governors chime in and saying, hey, this is how we're going to handle this. And right now, all the states have different rules. I talked to uh, Kevin Keats, the head coach of North Carolina State. He said his kids can, can go home and come back, and there's no uh, – there's no quarantine, whereas here at the university, if our guys leave to go home for Christmas and they come back, that's a five-day quarantine right now. And who knows, it could be more than that in another month. Well, certainly uh, complicated times and uh, big night, of course. It is election night. Uh, so uh, considering it's a very busy time, thank you for joining us on the Hurricane Hotline. I guess I will see you this year from a socially distanced manner, and we'll have lots of uh, our chats to be like this. But at any rate, I'm glad the season uh, is getting underway with college basketball and very much look forward to seeing your team. Thanks so much, Coach. Appreciate it. Thanks, Joe, and I'm looking forward to – uh, putting together a good season for our fans and hope our fans will be cheering long distance. All right, that's University of Miami head coach Jim Laranega. We'll continue on the Hurricane Hotline right after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
Auto Parts. <laughs> 